I V M. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories, India's very own travel podcast, where each week we share the journey of travelers in their own words and relive their experiences with you, our listeners. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode on the Musafir Stories. Our guests today are the awesome threesome, Malini, Akanksha and Sindhu from the F5 Escapes, an experiential travel company run by women and four women. So let's jump on to the episode and find out more. So with that introduction, I'd like to welcome Trio from F5 Escapes, a travel company that's redefining the way women travel in India. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of the Musafir Stories and welcome to the podcast. Hello guys and hello Wonder Woman. Welcome to the Musafir Stories. Thank you so much Saif and Feza. It's a pleasure to be here. Hi Feza. Hi Thank Saif. you Malini. Hi Sindhu. Yeah, Hi. let's uh, make sure we get the names right and the voices right uh, before we get off. We have to make <laughs> sure who's who. Uh, so let's start with a quick round of introductions, guys. Um, Malini, why don't you tell a little bit more about you before we start talking about F5 Escapes? Sure, Seth. Uh, I'm Malini Gauri Shankar. Uh, I founded F5 Escapes uh, back in 2013. I uh, have a background in IT. I was in IT industry for al- almost seven and a half years. And then I transitioned to media, which was my first switch. I was a voiceover and a dubbing artist. And then in 2013, I transitioned into my third career, which is travel. So that's my quick story. That's awesome. Now moving on to the co-founder of F5, Akanksha. Akanksha, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Okay, so my life till about 2012 was a pretty much, you know, uh, a stepwise algorithm that a typical Marwari uh, child would have. Uh, I was born in MP, grew up in Rajasthan. And although my parents were not very conventional, I still sort of did the most cliched thing of engineering, then MBA, then got a job. And after five years of that, just as an experiment, left my corporate job. I was in Bangalore back then in HR with an IT firm. And then this common friend of ours uh, connected Mali and me, actually connected me with F5. And I wrote a very uh, snazzy <laughs> sort of message to Malini saying that I did all my jing bang, but now I wanted to travel. And it sounds interesting. So we met up in a cafe. And yeah, that's how it began. Wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, Sindhu, what about you? Um, I have also come from an IT background. Uh, I was in IT for close to four years uh, before I joined F5 Escapes. Close to four years I've been in FI now. I love travel and uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I think uh, one one conclusion that I'm uh, or one um, inference that I'm coming to from all of this is that IT is driving us guys mad. That's why we're... Uh, like... I think it gets the best out of you so you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pushes yeah. you against the wall and uh, that's how you figure out what you really want to do in life uh, but anyway we're glad that uh, IT serves as a connecting thread between all of us um, even both of us have been in IT at some point and uh, Faisal's, uh, Faisal's actually still doing um, IT and coding all day um, so wonderful <laughs> I think by this time, people are, uh, listeners are already a little curious because I know I give a brief intro about what F5 Escapes is, but uh, why don't you 
I guess uh, Malini, you could pick this up. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about F5 Escapes and um, how you started that uh, very uh, unique and uh, brilliant idea about um, trying to redefine the way women travel. Um, so speak a little bit more to that, Malini. Sure, Saif. Uh, to add what you just said, to redefine the way women travel in India. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, huh? So that's the vision of F5 Escapes. I was not planning to tra- start a travel company or anything like that. But uh, the mm-hmm. Delhi rape happened in December 2012. And uh, I've been a solo traveler uh, for many years. I've traveled solo. I've traveled with family, with friends. I've been an intrepid traveler for quite a while. And uh, at that time, uh, when the Delhi rape happened and then there was a lot of uh, talk around why women should not be traveling uh, alone, why they should be, uh, you know, keeping themselves safe. There was also a lot of uh, talk around how uh, tourism, India is still mm-hmm. probably not that ready for uh, uh, tourism. And there was a lot of uh, talk around all of that. And that made me really sad because I've been to different parts of India some of the remotest parts of India and I have experienced brilliant hospitality. I really wanted to understand what was this gap? What was this gap in this understanding between the way we travel currently and uh, the perception that India is very unsafe? So uh, I was also monitoring the numbers, uh, the tourism numbers Mm. and all that at that time and definitely there was a hit in the numbers. So I thought uh, okay, I really need to do something about, uh, uh, you know, travel, uh, travel safety. Uh, I need to do mm-hmm. something about women's safety. Uh, but uh, the thing that I understand is travel. So, okay, so let me try and do something around travel. Uh, that was when the idea of F5 was born. Uh, this was in April, no, Feb 2013. And in April 2013, I put out a prototype trip uh, just to test out this idea. And it actually clicked. Two ladies actually joined me on a trip to Sikkim and it was a super hit. It went really well. It gave me a lot of confidence. And uh, by June 2013, FI was up and running. So that's the story. Yeah, that's a brilliant story. And uh, I think it's a great way of looking at... um, this big tragedy also, right? Uh, I mean, a lot of us were uh, taking this cause up, but you've uh, literally turned this around and uh, done something about it. I think that's the big takeaway from here that you have uh, uh, literally changed that into actions and have done something about it. So I really, really appreciate that. And a uh, big kudos to you about doing this. Um, and tell us a little bit, um, FI Escapes now, uh, what are the kind of trips you organize and um, what is it that um, kind of differentiates you from um, other tour operators that might be out there in the market? So uh, today, F5 is five and a half years old, and uh, we offer group fixed departures uh, for women, all women group tours, and then customized itineraries. Uh, you might be a solo traveler, or you might be a ga- group of girls, or even a family. We customize trips for you. And uh, we also offer travel planning services, travel consulting services, where you Mm -hmm. could just take an itinerary from us. Right now, our primary audience for the group tours uh, segment is uh, the domestic traveler. So domestic travelers traveling in India. We hope to expand to get more and more women from across the world come to India and experience India, basically getting into inbound in the coming year. 
So that is where F5 is headed. Uh, and that's where the vision will also be realized when uh, women from everywhere come to India and experience India without fear or, or anxiety. Besides, uh, uh, some of the other offerings of F5 also include uh, innovative in-city engagements. For example, it could be something related to skill building, like uh, uh, we help women learn uh, biking. Uh, we also have conducted horse riding sessions, horse riding 101 for women. Or it could be in terms of awareness and knowledge building. We are very much into sustainable and responsible travel. So we educate women on sustainable menstruation. We also have conducted sessions on uh, sexuality education and prevention of abuse. So basically trying to get women to get together and discuss subjects that are otherwise not discussed. Mm, I think that's uh, brilliant. And uh, yeah, one other thing that I also wanted to ask was uh, how has your personal travel, right? Uh, how has that had an impression or an impact on um, F5, right? Uh, does that also rub off a little the way you guys travel personally? Like what are your origins? Like how did you guys begin traveling like would you like to share some stories from that too yeah sure safe uh i started off uh, uh you know i i was a very young mother i was uh, i became a mother when i was just barely 23 and uh, i kind of thought you know probably i'm missing out on travel and life <laughs> and all that so that, when my son was uh, barely two or three years old i kind of uh, you know left him behind and went on a backpacking trip to europe not not exactly your quintessential good mother but I had to take the time out for myself and uh, realize that yes I can still travel I can still do things that I love to do and um, my son also grew up with the same spirit so uh, I once pulled him out of school for a month and took him to Barbados wow so, <laughs> and yeah to the Caribbean my uh, you know one of my uh, cousins was getting married there she was having a wedding her wedding there and we it was uh, you know we just went there so those were my origins you know taking uh, you know making a few bold decisions uh, from where I came from uh, it was still looked down upon, you know, as a mother, you should not be doing these things. So that was the first time, you know, running, going against the tide for me. So and then uh, I have done quite a few uh, solo travels and, uh, you know, traveling on my by myself or with friends or with family. Thank you, Malini. Uh, those were some great pointers about your personal travel style. And um, Agangsha, why don't you tell us a bit about your travel style and uh, the beginnings? Perhaps one of your memorable trips? I think that'll be good. I think a lot of uh, how I travel and the fact that I travel and have been traveling so much, uh, I think that the credit goes to my parents because they always traveled with us. I mean, they were not really the backpacker hippie kinds, but they always wanted to travel and with the kids. So I remember having a very torn and rickety sofa in my drawing room. And, uh, you know, uh, one of our neighbors advising us to buy the sofa, this Diwali. But my mom actually instead chose that we'd go out to to, to Tamil Nadu for the winter break. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were, our beginnings, my parents' beginnings were not very, very affluent. So, you know, there was always a budgeting. And I think travel took precedence over stuff. And I think that I inculcated uh, from very early on without having been told so. 
so i love that and then uh, madhya pradesh is where my nanihal is where my mother grew up this is uh, 60 kilometers from indore towards onkareshwar so and i was born there so i was born on the banks of narmada if you will uh you know all my summer vacations because going to uh, going to mama ka ghar in summer vacation was the norm so that was that's what we did uh, every single year and it was a huge family uh, like you know cousins and uh, mom's cousins and their children so we were we would at at, at one point we would be around 50 people in that house it, it it was a huge mansion you know and 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 when we plan our vacations i mean when i'm planning our trip and we are uh, we're breaking our heads on the accommodation that we're doing for the women where there will be attached bathroom every room and all the, all those sort of things and i sometimes reflect on the kind of comfort that we are we think that we are used to where in that house of 50 people living together we had four loose <laughs> i guess there was no you know there was no attachment there was no concept of having your own room we would all sleep on the terrace and um I remember once we went to uh, Choral Dam, which is a very beautiful picnic spot. Uh, it's a it's a dam on the Narmada, very close to uh, Indore, and where I, you know, used to go for summer vacations. And our vehicle broke down. Uh, this is be- before mobile phones. Okay, uh, this is before uh, on-call taxis or anything. and we flagged down any which vehicle we would find because we were 40 of us so you know one vehicle definitely couldn't take us so there were like shifts that were going and i remember we climbed up a truck that was carrying potatoes okay so, so my whole journey of 30 kilometers were over potatoes with my uncle and my other cousins and i think i don't remember choral dam as much as i remember that truck ride I was the best person. Sometimes I think you know, not having a plan is probably the best plan, travel-wise. I mean, the only way of traveling, whether you're a luxury traveler or a budget traveler, is that you don't expect a place to be how you want it to be, and experience it the way it is, and and change your day and your uh, behavior according to the place. You know, if you're in a mountain place, learn to. learn to slow down soak in or or take a hike and be like really aware uh, it it all depends on the place that you're going to um i went to a, a very very different part of mp a couple of years ago it's patalkot this wasn't even discovered uh, uh, till after independence this was this is a deep gorge in chindwara district uh, with around 2000 people living in those villages there is no accommodation you know this is bo- mostly gone and bahria tribes living there and it is beautiful it's gorgeous it feels completely out of the world because those gorges are really really deep and you feel that you are you're really away from the rest of the world there was nothing to stay there was no there was no accommodation we actually contacted a researcher who put us in touch with a forest guard and we stayed in his hut and we ate what he ate we woke up at his times we you know because we were completely at his mercy wherever he took us we went wherever he couldn't we didn't and uh, although there was a you know there is an initial frustration because as a city dweller you're sort of used to getting things on time and because of the internet and everything now everything is like on your you know at a click of your finger and to wait for someone to tell you what to do and when to eat and how to go out there are no bathrooms by the way there and you just it's it's completely basic i just realized that 
unless I let that ego go, I would not be able to enjoy that place. You know, so I think that's one takeaway that don't expect a place to be how you want it to be. Stay at home <laughs> if you have that sort of expectation. Just sort of be open. And, and I think a travel does wonders for your ego. Cool. And uh, would you like to share some experiences of um, your own, Santu? Like, uh, how did... Uh, uh, like, how did you get into F5 escapes? Yeah, how did, uh, like, travel begin to, for you and uh, how did F5 happen? Uh, you would probably need a entire podcast for that, uh, episode for that, but I'm going to try and keep it uh, small. So, I was in IT for four years and uh, back in September, around 2014... Um, I was in between jobs and, uh, you know, on a on a regular day, I told my mother that I want to go somewhere far because I have some days off. And my mother told, why don't you go to Kanyakumari? And at that time, for me, it sounded like, why don't you go to Antarctica? <laughs> uh, impossible, difficult, probably not something I can do in a million years. And, uh, you know, I started chatting up with my friends and their mothers and how my mom made fun of me at that point. And uh, one of my friend's mom told it's actually possible and you can go to Kanyakumari and that was a big boost for me. And I came home and I told my mother that I'm going to listen to you finally and uh, I'm going to go to Kanyakumari. And my mother stopped talking to me for a week. And uh, a week later, my sister told me that uh, you told your mother that you're going to Kanyakumari. You didn't ask her permission. And that's when I realized the importance of permission, requesting and uh, being nice to family. And uh, I started asking permission. I told how I'm going to be careful. It was my first time traveling outside of you know the city uh, limits. And uh, my father booked the tickets and he booked the stay guest house for me. And uh, he, he gave me the permission to travel. And uh, I did my homework. I wanted to see a million places around. I only had three or four days, but I wanted to see as much as possible, eat as much as possible. And slowly I started figuring out that... Uh, you can't really have a plan all the time. I woke up around 3 or 4 o'clock one day and I realized that there is a beautiful sunrise happening somewhere and everybody is walking towards that and I started walking with them and I got to see uh, so many beautiful places that was not even in the itinerary that I had planned and I realized it's okay to not have a plan and it's okay to talk to a local person and find out what is something that they like and go see it with them and eat with them talk in a language that I had no idea about. So, you know, it was a lot of discomfort. But at the same time, I explored so much that uh, about myself and about the new place. So that's how I started traveling solo. And uh, that, ha that has been my, you know, uh, solo journey so far. And after that, I have traveled to quite a few places with F5 and on my own. And uh, in between all of this, I like to run when, you know, when I'm free, I like to run in trails, so I try and mix my running with my travel and find out vacations where I can run as well. And um, I am a volunteer with a run called Malnad Ultra, where I get to see a lot of runners take uh, difficult distances such as 80 and 110 kilometers and go do their thing. So it has inspired me to uh, take up those challenges as well. So that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Great. That's brilliant. Yeah. 80 and 110 kilometers. Father, do you hear that? It is owned out in between. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. that's, that's crazy, but... wonderful i mean i like when i met you sindhu in person i was so inspired by what you do i really hope um, it gives an inspiration out to other people and women especially that uh, 
running is something that we all can do and i think eventually baby steps we should start doing it right so is that like still that question in my mind how did you get introduced to f5 escapes and what made you uh, decide or what like ticked ki saying that okay fine i am going to go ahead and be a part of this great wonderful organization yeah <laughs> so i had this habit of writing to a lot of you know passionate people who do uh, crazy things somebody who has okay. quit their job to travel somebody whose story would come online and i would write to every single person every single day sitting in my it desk and none of them ever replied back and i would imagine you know they are all busy they would not have time to respond and uh, usually i would proofread all my emails before sending out but one friday i wrote an email to this person called malini sorshankar <laughs> and i just logged out of the email and came home and i actually had a response from that person and she said you know this is one of the nicest Aww. emails i have read so Aww. can we catch up and uh, i had just asked her you know how are you redefining the way women travel in india and i just want to like five or 10 minutes of your time to know what you're doing and because i was already traveling i was very passionate about what she was doing so she we met over a cup of coffee and <laughs> masala dosa and uh, we spoke for a couple of hours and uh, you know she said uh, would you like to join f5 and uh, i said yes i had no idea what i was contributing as but i was really interested to be part of this uh, community to do you know what she was doing and uh, we started off with simple work but uh, slowly you know i started leading trips i started meeting people i started contributing to the marketing team and uh, now we all work closely with each other uh, you know to help this uh, grow this community is you know definitely growing that's really good uh, um yeah. Guys, what I thought would be a good way was um, perhaps pick up uh, one of your trips that you've done with F5 Escapes and uh, uh, just run us through the process of um, have you planned these trips and uh, uh, what goes into the pre-trip phase, how the trips are then uh, designed and then uh, the experience of the trip and then followed by closing. I think by that people also can get a flavor of uh, the kind of trips you do. Um, and uh, we can also hear, we also get to hear your personal stories through that. So uh, why don't you pick that up, Marani? Yeah. In fact, I'll pick one specific trip that was a super hit last year. Uh, we had this trip uh, to Varanasi. Uh, at f5 we have uh, three clear phases where uh, uh, you know pre trip uh, uh, planning sometimes includes test visits and uh, hearing uh, recommendations from fellow travelers uh, women who have been there and uh, all that and some of the places we actually go uh, visit and uh, uh, ensure if it is up to our standards and uh, sometimes uh, it also is based on reviews research and uh, various other factors in fact we have a huge checklist that needs to be ticked off uh, before we uh, zero in on a particular uh, place of stay and a at a destination so uh, varanasi trip happened uh, for the first time in uh, uh, 2018 in f5 but before that i had uh, personally been to uh, varanasi uh, in december 2017 as a solo trip uh, this was a part of a bigger trip where i had been to uh, patna uh, rajgir nalanda khajuraho uh, varanasi sarnath and both gaya it was a beautiful 10 days trip and uh, this um, this was done my style where i did not have too much of a plan and i would just go and uh, probably have a few bookings here and there and uh, figure out my way between places 
but for a couple of train tickets and uh, one of the stays nothing else was booked so that w- that uh, is my kind of travel but uh, uh, obviously that is not something you know we cannot give something like that to our customers <laughs> <you know? laughs> so we do all the planning to the t in fact uh, from uh, you know where they are eating to where they are stopping and what they are doing in the morning in the afternoon in the evening everything is uh, planned uh, in an f5 itinerary uh this particular trip was uh, really beautiful because i went in winter in uh, december uh and uh, it was completely solo so i w- i would go to the ghats uh ganga ghats in the morning and uh, around 5 o'clock and sit and meditate all by myself and that was a very unique experience and the next year we went there with a full group so that was a completely different experience uh, but equally beautiful um so we were there uh, in 2018 for this uh, massive uh, 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 event festival called uh, dev diwali uh, which is the biggest festival in varanasi uh, this is celebrated in the month of kartik purnima which falls uh, uh, some time in november which is about 15 days after after diwali uh for me uh i didn't even uh-huh. know about this particular festival like 5 6 years ago right but uh, uh i knew the south indian version of the festival i am from tamil nadu and we celebrate something called kartikai deepam where uh, it's one uh, it was my favorite festival in childhood because we would get to light so many diyas arrange them in a row and uh, get to eat a lot of variety of sweets and savories and uh, i used to have very fond memories in my childhood of this particular i still have very fond memories of this particular uh, festival and uh, coming to know uh, you know another version of this festival which is just which just takes the scale to another level like um, almost 100000 lamps are lit along the ghats of uh, uh, varanasi and all the people come together to light these lamps it's a community festival no, how thanks. beautiful is that <laughs> In fact uh, there are competitions between the ghats as to which ghat is decorated the best it's so mm-hmm. beautiful uh, i can't even tell you how beautiful it is and uh, you know getting to enjoy this with a set of people with a set of like minded women travelers who all helped to we all got together we all got fra- got off the boat onto one of the ghats and lit all the lamps together that was one of the, that would i think uh, remain one of my favorite memories of f5 and uh, when i went alone uh, i would just walk and walk and walk on these ghats where whereas uh, when uh, we went as a group uh, one of the uh, experiences that we had planned for the travelers was uh, uh, live classical music on the boat so we had a live classical music performance of uh, uh, santoor and and tabla on the boat which was uh, absolutely mesmerizing so uh, f5 is all about experiences and uh, we identify uh, unique experiences uh, you know uh, experiences that are unique to a destination and we try and uh, you know uh, put them all in into our trip to give it a unique flavor you had asked me about the differentiator this is one of them uh-huh. and uh, we work with uh, quite a few homestays 
that is another uh, major differentiating factor because uh, we try and bringing bring in the local connection as much as possible wherever uh, uh, wherever possible not all places you know uh, we are able to work with homestay some of them some places do not have that concept uh, where, uh, but wherever there is we try to make use of that we work with uh, havelis we work with boutique hotels we work with beautiful homestays across the country a lot of these places are run by families and when there is a family there is automatically that layer of safety that comes in You, we don't even have to promise it so we automatically feel great when we have a uh, you know host and a hostess willing to uh, you know uh, uh, being there and being hospitable right that uh, that is a very that is something that you uh, definitely would never be able to get in a hotel atmosphere so yeah. i definitely agree to that and uh, yeah it does feel like a extended safety net of sorts right especially when you start working with such hosts uh, repeatedly on multiple occasions it does become more like an extended family and you feel more safe being in that environment and i completely yes. agree to that point and uh, just getting back to um, f5 escapes now right um, i know you've been uh, doing this for a while now would you like to share some numbers now because it's been like close to 5 years right since you've been doing this uh, malinia in terms of uh, say um, your team i mean beyond the, the beyond the th- uh, three of you right uh, uh, the extended team that f5 works with and then uh, the amount of trips at a very high level share some of the stats that you might want to sure sure safe uh, before that i think uh, i should quickly summarize uh, what each one of us do so i started it in 2013 akanksha joined in in 2014 uh, uh, with just about one year of f5 and she uh, literally you know built uh, was there with me building the company ground up and so she joined in as a co-founder with me in 2017 sindhu joined in as, you know as uh, initially uh, doing uh, basic marketing and content uh, way back in 2015 now she takes care of uh, marketing and sales i generally tie the things together i play the admin ceo role and uh, uh, akanksha now heads operations and besides we have two more people piyush and devanshi who are a part of the team besides this we also have an extended team of tour leads who are all freelancers uh, a lot of them are uh, uh, loyal customers of f5 turned tour leads which we are which is something we are very proud of so that's a very beautiful community that we have built and we call our own uh, that's where the team stands besides this we have uh, other support functions like our accounts our graphics and all of that they are all outsourced and um, and malini may i also add that we also lead tours yes we we all lead tours too uh, earlier uh, we used to lead uh, you know quite a number of trips nowadays uh, uh, we lead the ones that we really like yeah and we want to go on so and uh, uh, we have also introduced a handful of international itineraries this year uh, mainly because our customers are asking for it however uh, redefining women travel in india would be the long term focus for f5 yeah in terms of numbers we are about 5 uh, and 1/2 years old we have done over 210 tours 
most of it uh, in india and uh, we have done uh, we also have this uh, uh, inspiring uh, travel talk series that we started way back in uh, you know march uh, 2014 as a community initiative and we have done 20, 31 such events bringing travelers together it's a gender agnostic event uh where we uh it's uh, centered around a theme and we bring travelers together uh, and we talk about uh, you you know things uh, surrounding that theme we have done uh, 31 events across uh, six cities and we continue to and we wish to continue doing that i think it's a great story overall and um, i think it's one of inspiration also like how you took one event and uh, literally turned that into uh, something that uh, was close to your heart and uh, something you wanted to work towards and uh, the result of that has been this beautiful uh, nothing of this would have been possible without uh, you know these two girls especially because uh, they believed in me when at times when i even i didn't believe in myself i'm extremely proud of akanksha and sindhu and without them this wouldn't have grown into what it is but i still have to say we have a very long way to go absolutely yeah yeah and uh, hats off to you guys you all just don't concentrate only on travel you'll do a lot of workshops workshop for women workshop for travelers so great inspiration and i really hope you guys do wonders going forward Thank you so much for being on the Musafir stories and uh, hopefully one day um, we join your travel and we are part of the travel group Saif I'm sorry you'll be out but <laughs> I'm going to join uh, you we can plan your couple vacations oh, we can nice. definitely plan your couple okay, vacations wonderful. and you can probably lead actually we have diversity in the tour leads team too we have oh. male tour leads so both of you can actually lead tours <laughs> yeah. for F5 I And as I said, there would be an interview for that. <laughs> Malini, we need people to create Musafir stories now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been brilliant yes. as uh, Faisal said, and um, thank you guys. Thank you so much for uh, uh, doing this. Um, the travel community and uh, women in particular by working towards empowering them and uh, redefining the way that women travel in india thank you so much it was wonderful having both of you on the musafir stories and we look forward to many many more wonderful trips thank you guys thank you saif and it has been such an honor to be a part of musafir stories so many of our customers have asked us you know you guys should probably talk to them you guys are very popular and please keep yeah. up the great work <laughs> Thank you thank you thank so you, thank much. Thank you. We're very grateful for those kind words and uh yeah kudos to Women Power. Yes of course. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys. That was yet another great episode of The Bizarre Stories. If you guys like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Savan, Pocket Casts, Castbox, Stitcher or any other podcasting app available on iOS or Android. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way in the show's discoverability. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We go by the handle The Musafir Stories. Or, if it suits you, you could email us at themusafirstories@gmail.com or visit our website at www.themusafirstories.com for more information. All of these links will be made available in the show notes section of each episode. So here's to more traveling, sharing and inspiring. Stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, happy travels and goodbye.